welcome back, everybody, to the Socially Distant Podcast. Uh, thank everybody for, I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in once again, and I uh, hope everybody's doing good out there. You know, we opened up the floodgates last week with the COVID, so hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody uh, starting to get back into the rhythm of things and staying healthy. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to the fattest of narwhals and the shuggiest of big shugs. So take it away, guys. What is going on, everybody? We are back for our 10th episode, which means we've been at this for 10 weeks and we've been out here killing it it's been hot as donkey balls the past couple days which hopefully means the coronavirus is melting (laughs) but it probably is (laughs) it is no more what if all of a sudden case numbers drop to zero because it was 90 degrees outside it's not like a it's not 90 degrees normally in other parts of the country year-round. Yeah, right? Only in western <laughs> New York. As soon as it hits 90 in western New York, the coronavirus is like, fuck it, we can't do it no more. <laughs> Gotta get out of here, pack his bags, heads up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, just been out here surviving. Had a nice Memorial Day in my room. Heck yeah. Um, pretty much it. What about you, Big Shook? How we doing over there? Hey, I'm doing good. Excited for number 10, man. 10th week. I'm excited. Um, we were going to have our first, second special guest on today. Um, Whoa, bro. You're yeah, second. No, no, right? no, second, second, yeah, second, don't th- don't second special guest. Like no, no. Chucky was an honored first guest. Never forget. In his name we pray. Chucky. Um, <laughs> uh, Noah Howard, our um, my good friend from college. We were going to record the podcast. Um but um yeah his uh his grandma got in a car grandma got into a car accident so we're wishing her the best and hopefully she has a safe recovery and um he'll be on next week um he'll be good to go all the equipment good to go and we'll be able to record talk to him see how he's dealing with the coronavirus and everything um but yeah we're uh we we our podcast has has made an impact in the real world in uh, probably a way that we didn't assume it would by causing his grandmother to get in a car accident heading to the store to get him headphones to hear she, us she well. wasn't going to get his headphones from the store she was just picking them up like oh, stuff up either from way college either way still she was getting the headphones she is a our, she's a hero she's a national treasure she is a hero yeah, she is. thank you all to the, all the elderly people listening to this podcast True that we are we are all forever the, in your yeah. debt for Putting us in debt. And please don't risk a... Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> but, but please do not, do not risk your lives for our podcast. Yes. And, but if you really want to listen to it that bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame podcast, you. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Not a sponsor. True, though. Um, other than that, I kind of want to just kind of touch on what you guys think about some future plans for the podcast. Um, any ideas that you guys have for our viewers? I was thinking that we definitely need to get on, like, video content sometime yes. in the near future. But I think that's a, a big thing. Um, although, like, if you want to look at, like, the, the big, the largest podcast on on Earth, which is fucking Joe Rogan's podcast, the amount of numbers that he pulls from YouTube is actually very minimal in comparison to the number of like listeners he gets on like apple Podcasts yeah. and spotify mm-hmm. which is interesting yeah 
but I feel I feel I said it the one day, but I feel like those numbers are kind of skewed. Because if you at least on Apple Podcasts, if you download the the podcast or like subscribe to it, it will download every single podcast he puts out on oh, to your yeah. onto your phone. So those count as downloads. So even if I've never I think I've listened to two Joe Rogan podcasts in my entire life on Apple Podcasts. Also though. But like, I'm still giving him those downloads by Yeah, it's good. Having being subscribed to him. Also though, you also have to remember too that like I would say that, like, I don't know the demo. Like, I would have to look up. Do you know like the demographic of his audience by chance? Like age? Um, I would say it's, it's probably. Yeah, I would say it, he probably definitely has a large few. Yeah. Large group of people, but I th- honestly think a large demographic that he has is young white males. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely yeah. yeah. But I would I I would put money on the fact that like. So, like, like that discrepancy you're talking about between like Apple Podcast and YouTube, I bet it's because like anybody who's like over our age or maybe even like a little bit more like, di- like, like they don't go on YouTube like as a regular yeah. like we do. So like, mm-hmm. where's the mm-hmm. easiest access for them? Oh, just through their podcast. Like, yeah, exactly. I bet you that's definitely like the reason. Not yeah, that. Also, yeah. like people who listen to like podcasts like while they're driving, you're not going to mm-hmm. do it on YouTube or like, while people there's... at work like. Yeah, you're not going to have, like, a YouTube video pulled up at work Mm -hmm. or, like, like, even if, like, I I do, if I'm I'm working and stuff, I'll I'll have it on YouTube, but I won't be watching the physical video. Yeah, I'll just be listening to it. It it would probably make sense, probably, just to do it on Spotify or whatever, but, but I don't know. Spotify's been, it seems like everybody's kind of making a large, it was kind of the same thing happened with, like, like, streamers, like, these companies would go and, like, pretty much, like, write out a contract to a specific streamer, like, Ninja signed with Mixer. Yes. And, like, PewDiePie signed with YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think it, we're just kind of getting to this, an era of, like, everybody's content is equal to, like, something you would have on Netflix. Like, mm-hmm. you, if it's you just, like, li- it's, like, licensing deals. Like, you just license out, like, their content. Just like how you would license out, license out a movie on Netflix. Mm. So, and if you get exclusivity, like, on your platform, like, you saw it with the fucking stock market. Like, Spotify's made, like, whatever yeah. it was, like, fucking one twenty five billion billion increase in their market capitalization. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. That well, means yeah. that the value in their company in the stock market, so how much money that their company is valued into the stock market rose by 1.7 billion from a 100 million dollar deal that's yeah. astronomical that is just like ridiculous like i wonder how but, um and joe rogan can't really even complain like you got a hundred million dollar deal yeah, like okay yeah they might have made a billion dollars a year dollars a year that's just honestly the people that's just the people like investing in the company because they heard joe rogan like mm-hmm. that's the sentiment of the company like oh they got joe rogan everyone's funneling all this money into him boom it's also he's not losing like any of his other revenue that he makes the thing oh, is no. if you listen to joe rogan on like any other platform but youtube besides youtube he does ad reads at the beginning yeah, bro. I mean, so, right, hang on though. Let's get real though. If that man, if that man, the rest of his life made little to no money, he ain't suffering still. Yeah, like, come that's, on. That's, <laughs> that's not he, his only income. He, he has multiple make, companies. He could too. make. He could make zero dollars the rest of his life to the day he dies, shit. and he's still gonna live comfortably. Like, oh, yeah. he's fine. Oh my god. 
Yeah, that's true. He definitely is fine. I would love to... I wish... I'd love to get I him mean, on the he, podcast. Let's fucking hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to just see what his podcast studio is like in person. I would love that. That thing is... Cr- he has, like, a, a full-ass gym. He has, like, those yep. hyperbolic chambers and, like, the... He's got, like, a full archery range. I want and he's one. got so, so much fucking crazy shit in that building. Wait, go back it's to just, these... Go back to these chambers. The, hy- the hyperbolic chamber thing, the jiggers? Yeah. What do you... I don't even... Well, well maybe hyperbolic chamber might not be the word, You mean but... hyperbaric? What, uh, what, like, what do they do? Tell me what no, they're doing. No, they're like, they're like the sensory deprivation chambers. Oh, uh, okay. You know? Okay. Like where like there's no like fucking sound or and you're sitting in like right. salt water. I was so gonna you're say because hyperbaric is like oxygen therapy. <laughs> like, he what, might, why my man he got has, oxygen like, therapy? He has like the cryo tanks and shit too. Cryo like therapy, the, um, like the ones you stand yeah, for, in for like muscle recovery yeah, like and the, shit. Yeah, those are really nice. Those are so cool. I've always wanted to do like cryogenic, um, like freeze therapy, whatever the technical term is for it, like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good for you. He yeah. always says he really likes that kind of shit, but he doesn't really. Be, a couple times on the podcast, he'll mention it, but most of the time he ends up with like working out with most of the people that come on the podcast. Oh, dude, fucking sign me up, Joe That's badass. Get me on there. Or he, or he'll do like jujitsu with them and everything. <laughs> That's something Imagine I think I want to learn. Free, down free the jiu-jitsu. down the road. Sorry, I definitely want to pick up something like that in my. Like, when I get it's older. It's always good to have, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, Defense even if you just do, like, fucking boxing or something. something it, one, it teaches, like, he always says, like, it teaches you, like, discipline. Like, it also teaches you, like, you're gonna lose in life sometimes. Oh, like, big facts. Big you big can't big. win every single fight that you get into. And I think, like, he, uh, like it kind of brings up the question of, like, if we just, like, put every, I don't know, put these like, the next generation of kids in this, like, nice little soft box where, like, oh, nothing can hurt you. You're, you can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, let me take away their fucking, let me body. take away their jewels and their Snapchats and I'll, they'll get fucked. <laughs> and the whole world collapses. <laughs> yeah, bro. You wanna, don't you, cry. Yeah, it's, like, I don't know. I can't really speak to it because I, I, I don't, obviously I don't do any boxing or anything like that, but, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I respect people enough, and, like, I, I think that just comes from, like, good, like, parenting and, like, good oh, being raised well and, like... I agree 100%. Just, but if you're raising your kid to be a snowflake, like... There's not, like, a... They're gonna, they're gonna treat people like garbage. There's not a single person as far as, like, profession or, like, anything, like, they choose to do, like, with their life, with their time, or, like, I've ever not given them, like just, like, that general common, like, courtesy or respect yeah. for, like, anything. Like, it don't, you know what I mean? Like, in, you you said you hit yeah. it on the head. It's just, like, how we were raised, like, how we grew up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, not, we're not, like, all I these mean, shit like, fucks out here. People say, like, you can tell, like, who someone is by how they treat, like, a waiter. Yep. Like, if you Bro, treat a waiter like I the shit like out of waiters shit. and people at fucking food places. Yeah. I've how definitely been... You treat a waiter like shit, though, like... You just talk to them like a snob. You don't tip them yeah, well. Yeah, you just people who look down on or people like and we just don't. Pe- do that. I've, I never really see that. Well, uh. well, if you if you grew up like where you're stupid rich and you didn't have to work for anything and mm-hmm. like you're gonna yeah. treat you you never like 
I worked at McDonald's at one point. We've all worked minimum wage jobs at some point, mm-hmm. like fucking cutting grass and doing that shit. Like Hell that yeah. right there teaches hay you. Bales. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. That teaches you discipline. Hay bales with the narrowways in the summers. This shit was so much fun. Mm, yeah, dude, throwing hay bales around. Shout out fucking the narrowways. Cut up, cutting up your arms. Oh my god, shit's hard. That's one good thing that I'll never oh. like take for granted. That like growing up like out here really does teach you, like, no matter where you go from western New York, you grew up in an area that, like, kind of from the beginning you're taught, like, that you have to, like, contribute to, like, the greater good of... Because mm-hmm. western New York wouldn't survive if there wasn't, like, fucking... If people were not working their asses off because we don't have enough, like, industry and infrastructure mm-hmm. to really do much, but people work their asses off to keep this area, like, going. Would... everyone could just run to the cities and fucking we'd be fucked i would love to see like some like actual like numbers or like some sort of like census but like just thinking of like little things off the top of my head not like little things just thinking of like ones off the top of my head there is a lot of and actually probably it's obviously like most of like western new york as a whole is made up of like so many like small or like medium-sized like um, like family owned, family run businesses. Like there's mm-hmm. so many. Like even like the bigger <laughs> ones that like um, like I'm thinking of like uh, like St. George comes to mind. Like that's a family run like mm-hmm. local business and it's it's large though. Like for this area, like they go yeah, and they do I mean, shit all over the place. Like they're huge. Yeah, like if you you can drive up and down the streets and you can see small businesses mm-hmm. all over the place, and even like. I don't remember, like, really, like, because the only really other places that I've lived in were us was in Oswego, and I you don't really see that there. It's just kind of, like, the normal, like, McDonald's and all that shit. Yeah. And, or, like, like different up, chains, like, where you see, like, yeah. different, like, in shops. Buffalo, and... In Buffalo and Rochester, there's, like, actual, like, local chains or whatever that are not yeah, anywhere else. Cool. Like, Mighty Taco and Wegmans, like... Those are Western New York-based businesses that are very successful. Tim Hortons, too. Tim Hortons is Canada and Western yep. New York. The yeah, that's what I, I was talking to Melissa the other day, because there's only, there's like one Tim Hortons in like every city, pretty much. But yeah. other than that, yeah. like we're the only area. There was a Tim Hortons in Oswego, and it closed down because it wasn't profitable, though. And we have what? We have, <clears throat> we have Tim Hortons, three... Though. Three yeah, that we I have can three think of, like within a like a fucking mile? three miles. <laughs> well, Probably even not less. Even Fifty. It's like three miles. Yeah. Like there's one in Dunkirk. There's oh, two shit. in Fredonia. I, you know what? I yeah. literally totally mind blanked on the one um, on uh, what's uh, what's the road that Toff is on? It's not not Bennett. I just uh, dropped my spoon. That's like fucking Miller Fillmore. I uh, that oh, one yeah. I totally forgot about. I was only thinking of I was thinking of Bennett Road, Dunkirk, and then Silver Creek. Yeah, when the thing is, they're so close that I'll drive to the Dunkirk Road, and if the line will be out to the road, be like, it will take me less time to, to get go to the, the next Tim Hortons. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> to wait and in that line. Crazy. To wait in line. What the fuck? <laughs> that's ridiculous. Honestly. So, like, that's so I will just drive to the other one, because it will take less time than but waiting dude, in the line. But what's, dude, what's crazy, dude, I'm literally in top, Tim Hortons with Gina. Like, in the line. And it's going out to the fucking road. Like, people mm-hmm. are, like, damn near in the road. I look over at Dunkin' Donuts. Empty. Zero cars. <laughs> Zero cars. And Gina's like, yeah, everyone... 
they suck there. And she's from Long Island. She's like, what the <laughs> fuck? She's like, yeah, they suck there. I'm like, oh my God. I can tell you one thing. America is not running on Duncan. <laughs> it's not running on Duncan. There are large parts of, like, even in Oswego, Duncan is, like, the, the oh, popular yeah. one. It's just funny, though, how, like, obviously, like, Western New York, like, we kind of, like, yeah. we're, we're Tim Hortons along with Canada. So, like, it's just so funny how so many people just still, like, don't go to Duncan. Like, we're just so yeah. stuck on Timmy O's. It's always been crazy to me, like, how big of a Canadian influence there is in Western New York. Yep. Yeah, honestly, it's Like, huge. I think it just kind of comes with, like, Buffalo's always been seen as, like, a, a hockey town. And I think it's just obviously because Toronto's literally a fucking a rock skip across the river. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it just kind of bleeds in. But, like, <coughs> Buffalo is, like, a huge hockey city. They have, like, that. they obviously have, like, the Keep, what is it now, Key Bank Center? Oh, yeah. They feel like they Center. change it every fucking year. And, yeah, and then they have, like, the the hockey heaven or whatever the fuck it is where like 716 is with like mm-hmm. those two different hockey rings and then they have all the college teams and stuff that Oswego beats fuck buff state <laughs> we also shit on Fredona oh god <laughs> yeah probably cause it's fucking terrible the blue Oswego, devils Oswego the only reason we're any good is cause we get players from like Sweden and like all these crazy like Russian countries and shit like that. You're talking about hockey? Yeah, hockey. Yeah. Well, that's why. Yeah. Our basketball I'm say- team, though, is... They bet they were really decent for, like, a while. Like, they were pretty solid for, like, a few years because they had this one dude. Um, actually, I think they had Michael a couple Jordan dudes. Michael Jordan Jr. Yeah, pretty much. No, they Tree? had this... I'm trying to think... No, you might know. I'm trying to... If I say the name, you might... I think his name is... Wayne used- play against a guy named Tree that was massive on the team. I mean, I don't know. I No, this guy's name <laughs> was... Was his name I mean, actually Tree, or was it just Wayne, that he's tall? No, Trent, there was a... His name was... I'm pretty sure his name was Ian. I don't know for sure. I, you might have seen him around. He's probably really tall. Tall people you, unite. We stick together. Yeah, that's my boy right here. Ian helps. Ian he was helps. like shout was out like, Ian Helps on the podcast. Yeah, shout out he Ian just, Helps. He was one of the best. He was like one of the really, really, really good ones. When did he graduate? That's a good name for like a fucking basketball. Uh, player. Yeah, a twenty-four self-care guru. Two thousand fourteen graduate of Greater <laughs> New York Academy in Queens. So he graduated two years ago from college. That's an Instagram. That's a blown up TikTok. If I <laughs> yeah, ever dude, seen it. doesn't even have to change his name. <laughs> he do shit. <laughs> oh, fuck it out. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, if this ever reaches him, reaches anybody who knows him, shout out Ian Helps. He was an exercise science major, and I think I talked to him, like, one time in one of my classes. He was pretty chill. My experience with the, uh, the hockey players, they, uh, they're they definitely there just to play hockey. Oh, really? They're not, not there That's for their education. You ever talk to baseball sports, players, man. Dylan? Uh, Bro, don't get me started. Yeah. Dylan, you better off. Yeah, Dylan, you better I've, I've off. You better off drawing a face on a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I lived across from some ba- from some baseball players in high school, in uh, college. Really good dudes, like guys, like really fucking good. World class. I'm glad to hear that. Southern dudes. I'm glad to and hear that. There's like the other eighty percent mm-hmm. pure sunglass wearing douchebags. Yep. And like, it's just how it is. Yeah, you know, know. it just be like that sometimes. <laughs> it just be like that sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. My experience with sports players has not been very good. 
Well, I don't think Honestly, there's a single. I, and- I don't think there's a single athlete at Fredonia well. State who likes me. <laughs> <laughs> not a single one. They're all also not to bash. Obviously, like there's a lot of different business majors under the business school or whatever, and Oswego has a very big business school. But ninety nine point nine percent of those sports kids were just like. I don't even know what the lowest tier business major sports is. Sports management. Undecided we, we business. Like we don't have. No, we don't. I don't think we have. Any, I don't think we have anything like that. But it's just like, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Business administration. Yeah, I think it's business administration. Yeah, honestly, that's what Fred has. That's what I. That's what AD and I were in freshman year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. But um. No, Oswego's business school is honestly pretty good. They have a lot of good professors, as I've heard, because ninety nine point nine percent of the kids I was friends with were also business majors. Dude, I swear to God, everybody from Long Island goes to that school to become a business major. Yeah, and everybody from Long Island goes to Fredonia State to play their instrument. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I love it. Like there was so many. Long there would be a lot of times I'd walk by. Uh, I'd walk by, like, the music building and, like, the practice rooms are, like, right off of the sidewalk and sometimes people wouldn't shut the blinds all the way and I would kind of, like, walk really slowly or, like, nonchalantly stand there for a second to listen. This one time, this dude was in the fucking room and he was, like, he was, like, playing the drum set and he was just, like, he wasn't, like, going hard but he was just, like, playing and stuff and I was literally about to, like, jump through the glass but, like, let me in. <laughs> let me in. <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking Eric Andre meme. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old people, idea. old people outside the store at seven fifty nine when it opens at eight o'clock. Let me in <laughs> for the early birds. Early bird specials. <laughs> special. Early bird special. At Dennis. Four for nine special. Oh god. Let me in. <laughs> So fucking if if anything, fucking college shows you that there are some there's a wide variety of human beings on this planet. There is some fucking douchebags out people there like if you're listening to this and you're about to go to college, be ready for people that have not a clue what life is about and they are just their heads are up their asses and they are fucking douchebags. And also to, There's a lot of good people. To, st- to stem but. off of that, I also want to make the I also want to make the point and bring up like my opinion at least, and I think it says and we can like we can connect it back to where we came from. Obviously, we grew up in a small town, so like we were very like unique and we were very um, just like <laughs> like you know what I mean like different ourselves. Like it wasn't like we grew up in like a big like, a big city with a large school, so, like, I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys, but, like, when I went to college, like, I never felt the need to, like, try to, like, fit in or, like, change my image or change who I was, and I feel like when a lot, all these people who come from, like, large areas when they go to college, they kind of, like, start to, like, fall under, like, a mold, and, like, they stay yeah. that way, and, like, that's why, like, I just hate, like, that typical college douchebag that, like, they all act the mm-hmm. same because, like, they just, like, fall yeah. into that category, and, like, I don't know, like, I never, like, I never had... I never felt the need to do that. I was always like, I'm going to do my own yeah. thing. And, like, that just shows, like, where we came from. Like, we were never I'm, in, the, yeah. in like, the spot to, like, ever do that to begin with from high school. I think I kind of have a different perspective. I think just one of the factors for you at minimum is because you never, like, you either lived at home or you lived in an apartment off yeah, campus. Living, living on the bitch is 
did. Yeah. That's it, very true. I mean, yeah, I lived downtown. Makes you, I lived downtown for two years and then I lived at home for two years. Yeah. It kind of forces you to be around, like, all those people. So I definitely see why people kind of get, like, sucked into, like, this mold. But, like, mm-hmm. if you can get around, like, the right group of people that, like, Very respect true. where you came from and, like, respect, like, who you are, like, you really don't have to change much. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I, I, like, mentally I've changed a lot in the past four years. I think that just comes with, like, growing up mm-hmm. and realizing, like, that, one, you need to just, like, fucking, I don't know. I feel that heavy, Be bro. a better human this being. last couple of weeks I've, like, started to really, like, sit and think and just, like ponder stuff and i've been like damn i used to think like that now i think like it's you know what i mean like it's crazy yeah Mm -hmm. i mean like kind of going into this like who you were 10 years ago five years ago is not who you are now like i saw um fucking i don't have twitter but melissa usually gives me updates when there's like stupid shit going on on twitter she told me this morning that people are trying to cancel jimmy fallon Oh, because God. 20 years, literally in 2000, there was an SNL skit where he oh did God, blackface bro. and he was doing Chris Rock and everybody on Twitter was all mad. And the second she sent me the tweet, I read 2000 and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, I, know, I don't even what's care. What's the point? Like, obviously, like one SNL approved that to happen. So it's not like nobody, it, the world was a lot different 20 years ago. The world was a lot different five years ago. The world fucking constantly changes. And in reality, we became very far, both all on individual levels and on like a society level from where we were 20 years ago. And we, some might say it was for the worst. Some might say it was the best. But I think overall it was for the best. Like, technolo- like technologically, we've advanced a shit ton I don't know. in I the past argue, 20 years. I agree with that. I would definitely say technologically, but I would almost say that, like, as far as... Ah, see, it's like it's such a tough thing. I'm trying to think of, like, the best word to it's, describe. There's, I would, there's like, so many bads, but there's also so many good. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know, gay rights, like, has advanced so much in the past 20 years like gay people can get married now that's a that's a positive but with that positive comes negatives so like every positive also brings along like all these negative things and it's just like how society's like society's always like at war with at war with itself it's always like we want to be progressive but we also have a conservative side to our society that's, like, trying to keep us from going fucking batshit crazy progressive. And I think that com- kind of comes with, like, a, a, a bipartisan, like, style politics, like, where there's two sides. And... Yeah. I was just thinking of, like, kind of, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, how, like... Sensitiveness. Well, yeah, just, like, kind of just, like, sensitive and just, like, social aspects. Like, it's so weird how like so many people and you see so many things like it just and it's like weird how it just depends on like who it like the audience it reaches first or the audience it reaches the most or like who it is and like what they're like like getting across but like one person can you know like bring this shit to the public about like you know their appearance or their like sexual orientation and they can have this viewpoint and they can make this comment and like there's going to be shit ton of people who are gonna like back them up or shit ton of people that are gonna shit talk them but then like some other person like on the opposite side of the fence can like just voice their opinions or their viewpoints and then like it like either doesn't get taken the same or gets taken better or worse and it's just like 
it's so weird how everybody makes these comments about how, like, you know, freedom of speech and you can do anything you want, but then when, like, people do what they want and other people don't agree with it, you, like, you get, like, bashed for it. Like, you can't have the best of both worlds, man. Like, you don't, yeah, you don't get to, you don't get to voice your opinions and then, like, support others in voicing their opinions and then bash other people for theirs. Like, you can't, you can't support and then turn around and bash somebody for doing the exact same thing just because it disagrees with what you believe in. Like, that's not how the world yeah. works. You're not going to agree with everybody and you're not going to get along with everybody. So, like, I don't know. That's the one thing that bothers me the most about social media is I hate seeing shit like that because it's just, like, so, like unnecessary and just like a waste of energy i feel Mm -hmm. yeah i agree sorry i was a little distracted i just got a message on my phone that someone is trying to log into my apple id in mexico city we gonna fuck them up bro (laughs) to cut that to cut that shit out real quick cancel that motherfucker no trip no trip We're gonna go beat some fucking roll patrol. Roll patrol. Yeah, roll. We're going to get. Guarantee it's because I wrote a paper about the cartel this semester, and they're out to get me. (laughs) They're gonna fucking. Oh no! That journalism will get you one day, Mister Dylan. They're coming to get you. Jesus Christ! Don't write about the cartel, folks. They'll try to sign into your Apple ID. (laughs) (laughs) Has there been for me? Oh gosh! Has there been any uh, any update as far as how we've been? What in phase one for two weeks now, or has this only been one full week? It's only been like one week. Okay. Has there been any update slash news or like anything about how it's going? Um, I did listen to Andrew Cuomo's press conference earlier. What did he say? He mentioned a couple things. Obviously, like you can't really the the numbers are still yeah. I mean, it's all they're at their lowest. They've ever been since the beginning of this like across the board like deaths and new cases and everything across the state but obviously like yesterday would be like the day that like would cause it and there's obviously a a couple day or week lag time Mm -hmm. between like yesterday and like when you would start seeing the effects of yesterday so overall we're still in a good place. Hopefully it continues in that way. The numbers are honestly pretty low. I think the number of new cases today was like 75. Yeah. So in a state of 19 million people, 75 new cases is pretty good. Yeah, comparing so. to where we were at one point where we were having like 3,000 new cases a day. I think it's so like... I actually have like a couple things to say about COVID. Because Dylan actually like stopped by today when I was at GNC. And like we kept our six feet apart, people. We were distant. <laughs> we had masks. But we just, like, he came and we ate lunch, and then, like, we were just talking about shit, and, like, like, the first thing is, like, and I was talking to my mom and dad about it when I got home from work, like, we're in phase one, and, like, things are starting to open back up, and, like, the world's starting to, like, come out of, like, at least New York or whatever, and, like, the rest of the world, whoever's, like, getting affected, like, kind of seems like it's starting to, like, feels like it's coming, we're coming out of our shell, but, like, already you see these people just like no mask don't give a fuck like three four like you know what I mean? people like i saw people walking into tops day like in groups of like three or four without masks and then i saw like so many yeah. couples walking in without masks like these people think really like, just because it like quote unquote is opening up you're like oh we can do what we want again like yeah. no man honestly the business needs to do a better job yeah if i was the business owner and like Mm-hmm. I wanted to respect, like, what the state is saying and shit with that. I would have the employees be like, no, you cannot fucking come in our store 
if you're not going to follow the rules. Like, But then somebody also told me that you don't have to wear a mask. I mean, the, the state can't do anything. Like, the state yeah. cannot, like, arrest you yeah. for not wearing a mask. The state cannot arrest you for opening your store completely. There's no, there's nothing in the Constitution that says the state has any power to literally tell people not to go to work. But then, like it you was, said, then I think it, then it's probably the best, like, it's what all you said a, then. It's it on, should be the store to be, like, listen. Yeah. Like, and I think that's yeah. how it should be, too. Like, there, I don't think, like, especially, like, grocery stores. It might yeah. sound stupid, you, but you I wanna, think grocery stores is, like, the most important place. Because, like, the, you don't, yeah. like, people are, like, if somebody walks in there and sneezes or breathes touches their face, touches their mouth, and then touches something like that. Like, then it's just sitting on products. Like, yeah, then people exactly. take that to their house. How, like, how many times, like, do you wash your hands before you go to make food? And then, like, if you touch, like, various, like, bottles or boxes, do you not wash your hands in between and then touch your food and your face? Like, think about that. Yeah. What if, mm-hmm. like, somebody, like, reaches for a box of fucking rice at the store after they just coughed into their hand, picks it up, and then goes, oh, I don't need that, and they put it back down. I walk into the store, grab that same box of rice, and then take it home. And then, like, yeah. you know, like, it's just crazy to think shit about. It's crazy to think about shit like that. And it's just, like, it's not like I'm worried and I'm scared. Like, if you know what I mean? But it's just one of those things that, like, people don't think that much into it. And, like, that's yeah. how easy it is. The, the weird thing was uh, me, Andrew, and Jake just went shopping for the camping trip this weekend. Mm-hmm. And Walmart, honestly, has been pretty good about masks. Like, when I go in there... I'm, I'm going to say a, a majority of people are wearing masks. I don't really see that many people really who don't who don't have masks on, which is the opposite of what I would think would be happening. Because ma- the majority of people who shop at Walmart are... Lower kind income. Of low, not, yeah, lower income, but rednecks and other <laughs> groups of people that don't like masks. <laughs> and uh, it's just... it's it, it gives me hope, but at the other time, like, when we were, when I was walking into GNC, or, like, when we were walking out, I pointed at the people. There was literally probably, like, yep. a solid group of seven people sitting on a bench. No masks, exactly. just sitting there. I know. I'm, like, like, I have hope sometimes, like, I see everybody wearing masks, and then I, I also saw a clip on TikTok uh, yesterday of, like, uh, Battery Park in New York City. It's, like, one of the parks down by the water, and literally there was probably... The park was completely full of people. No one was wearing masks. Like, you live in the epicenter, yeah. and you're not wearing masks. Melissa went for a run today. She said nobody that she saw was wearing a mask. Well, look it's at all these like, people. Uh, look at all these people going to the beaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yo. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I have a I don't quick know. Counterpoint. Yeah, you're good. Real yeah. quick, just to the... Um, just to the businesses side part of it so like i could get walmart should do like a perfect job of people having masks you should hire people at the doors yeah. to be they like have, they, in or out have, have a mask at the door. like you have the money to hire the people you guys are actually benefiting from this crisis you should be doing that for sure um small businesses like imagine like the tension that it sort of creates though when you have to like tell someone yeah. hey put on a mask or leave like get the fuck out yeah, these businesses are struggling to fucking survive. Granted, because no, it's true. small business. Like so, small business. So, like if you're you're struggling to survive in the first place, then why would you tell your yeah few minimal customers you're getting That's to leave? And you're not gonna tell your um, workers to say anything because they'll be like, then the workers. Some people just won't say it because they like anxiety to do it. But then some people like will be like, 
bro, like, you're losing us money. We are already fucked as it is. also, like, like, I have, not like a counter-argument, but then I have a... A counter to the counter. I have a counter Double counter. The old double counter. You're very true. Like, you're very right. Like, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of... Like, it could, they could, like, be very bad for small businesses like that if they were forced to do that or if they decided to do that and it turned out negative. But also at the same time, and I think it just points to, like, you know, the flaws in us as humans and a lot of people in this area. If you are going into a store, obviously we've been going through this COVID-19 shit for two, three months now. Yeah, like, on, like, the serious respect. side of it. If you're going into a store without a mask on and an employee, like, politely says to you or makes a comment like, I'm sorry, like, it's just our policy right now that we can't let you in the store without a mask on just because of what everything's going on. And if you're so ignorant and you have this like such this sense of like self-dignity or self-pride yeah entitlement thank you like if that's in your head the is that if that's the first thing that pops in your head when somebody says that to you then you are the problem the store is not the problem and everybody else isn't the problem like if you can be that just like ignorant and entitled then you have the problem dude it's it's the reason why people keep getting sick and it's the reason why i think we're probably gonna have a second wave yeah no one's wearing a mask like Bro, I've seen so many Snapchats, which is... Oh. What were you going to yeah. say, Dylan? Sorry. No, you're good. I was just going to say that, like, I wonder if there's, like, a a lack of access to masks, maybe? Even, even like, solo, mm-hmm. like, a bandana. Put a, put a, yeah, wrap a yeah. t-shirt around your it face. It doesn't even have to be a mask. You just cover your mouth and nose. Like, yeah. there's, like, you can literally pull your shirt up that you're wearing and cover your face. Like, I don't even give a shit if you do that for the 10 minutes you're yeah. in the store. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse to not cover your face just because you're like, I'm not going to get it. I don't care. Like, yeah. guess what? I fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like, die because some dumbass comes into my store and sneezes in my face. Yeah. Well, on a more positive note about reopening in Cuomo's press conference, he was talking about, um, like how Memorial Day kind of serves as, like, the first day of summer mm-hmm. or, like, the beginning of summer for, like, a lot of New Yorkers and pretty much the entire country mm-hmm. and how he wants to turn, like, Memorial Day into, like, the start of, like, the next, obviously, like, phase, but, like, of, like, turning the page on coronavirus and, like, rebuilding New York for, like, a a better future, not just kind of reopening things how they used to be. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I like that rebuilding infrastructure and like doing things that couldn't that make new york better while we're in this position when things are at the bottom and things have crashed like markets Mm -hmm. are like businesses are struggling like we could build a better new york while we're at the bottom so we might as well do that and he was talking about a bunch of things like uh laguardia airport in new york city is has been closed and it's a piece of shit airport and like they've been they wanted they've been like kind of working on rebuilding it and like making it into like an, a good airport and he's like we gotta we're gonna send money there and we're gonna make sure that gets done real quick and make sure that like that's that infrastructure is good so like when we start getting more people flying and stuff again like that airport's all done and stuff and he was talking about how you want to build like a statewide power grid so like the power that's like created up in like upstate New York um, can be sent down to the city, and he wants to build like a power like system from like Niagara Falls, like in Canada, to New York City. So like there's one statewide power grid that like 
So like you can create jobs upstate by doing re like renewable energy product projects and stuff while still creating enough power in the process. So New York City doesn't have to rely on like coal fuel and like all that stuff. You can rely on wind, solar power and wind power. That's awesome. It's the future. But, Sounds amazing. Yeah. I, uh, but I, at the same time, I have I have grievances with that statement, just due to the fact that I don't like that New York, upstate New York, has to be like the the thing that helps or like provides for New York City. Like we are a large part of the state too. Like we have our own agenda, and there are a lot of people around here that I've seen that are very against like uh, those fucking giant windmills and shit that they put up on the hill and like there are consequences to those things being built yeah. and like but it, it it's just like there it goes back to like the pros and cons like is it worth creating a better future with like renewable energy and stuff if some people's property value fucking drops and it's shit and like birds dying from the windmills and like However, the I, people with the property value, depending on who they are and where the land is, they could get, they do get energy from yeah. those windmills. So then, yeah, the, I think that that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Birds dying from the windmills. Like, <laughs> Dude, birds do die from windmills. That yeah, shit's crazy. It was just like, it was just funny. Like, Dylan, like, he was it, I, not like. It, no, no, it was just funny, like how we like it was his, that big long statement ended with birds dying from the windmills. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it is a big consequence. No, like, I know it is. It do. just made me laugh, like how I heard <laughs> it in my ears. I was like, mm-hmm. oh Jesus Christ, no, <laughs> talking about birds. <laughs> uh, but no, so funny. Uh, I don't know. Really I good. I just think that if that's the plan, that the entire state needs to be made a priority. Yeah, like, without a doubt, we need to make sure that that power that's being produced does not only go to the city it needs to we all need to be on that same power grid we all need to be benefiting from that renewable energy Mm -hmm. so i think that just needs to be taken into because like from an upstate perspective or western new york perspective like we are oh we are important too and that just needs to be a focus (laughs) because there needs to stop being this divide between like new york city and upstate new york like, we need to, I don't know, I don't know how you do it, because they're, like, a large people, majority of people in upstate New York do not like Cuomo, because mm-hmm. he, they think he's only focused on the city, and that just needs to stop, we just need to unite as a state, and, like, mm-hmm. if we all can benefit in some way from working towards a better new, like, style of New York after this is all over, but that being said, I'm leaving New York, and I kind of wanted wanted to see if I could leave myself. (laughs) I would not like to pay the large taxes anymore. Dylan, I'm I'm being completely honest with you, bro. Like, no, no cap now. Like, I'm seriously, 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 like considering looking for like a job out towards the Pittsburgh area. Dude, he loves them do. penguins. He loves them penguins. I do like me the penguins. I th- oh. From my perspective, I think it's a very good first step to get out outside of New I feel York. Like One, a, I feel like it's a great it's place like, to start. To it's try like two and a half hours from home, so it's not... It literally, yeah. it, it's a fucking jump from if you want to go home. Uh, it's 
not a big city. It's it's a decent sized city, but it's also surrounded by Allegheny. So if you want to go out into the woods, it literally takes twenty minutes to get outside of the city, and you're fucking in fucking bumfuck country. I'm a Penguins yeah. fan, so I won't be a total outsider. True that. You can put your yeah. Penguins gear on, and yeah. they'll they'll say they're weird Pittsburghies. They're gonna hate me so when I wear exactly. my Packers stuff, but yes. then I'll throw my Penguins stuff on. Yes. Like, what's up, kin? Yeah. How you what doing, did you fun? say? What? Did you say yeens? Yeah, they say yens. Like, yeah, instead dude. of, like, you guys, they say, like, yens. Yeah. like, yens doing. Dude, a kid from college would say that. Richie. And he'd be like, yens. Yo, shout out, Come Richie. On. Shout out, Richie. He has a kid now. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Pen- Pennsylvania motherfuckers have a weird accent. Yeah, they do. It's because they're, like, Dutch. It's, like, a Dutch background. The Duchess. I actually had, uh... Little but I'm happy to hear that you are thinking about yes, it, bro. Very, 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 very seriously. I was, um, it just kind of, I don't know, like, it's, it's like, like you said, like, it kind of just seems like a, if I, like, if I had to pick a city within, like, a two, three hour, like, because that's how I kind of want to do it. Like, as much as I would love to, like, you know, stay close and, like, have a great job, I don't think I'm really going to, like, get the full experience I want and really be able to like accomplish what I want to do if I don't just like take the leap take the leap off the start yeah and even if that leap is a fucking little skip off your front porch like it's still a leap Mm -hmm. like yeah and then exactly right because like I mean and there's nothing nothing to say against anybody who still like lives in the area who wanted to stay in the area who wants to stay in the area but like I just wouldn't get as much satisfaction I feel if I like found like a job within like the fitness world like personal training and lived like you know what I mean like oh if I lived downtown Fredonia and like was working in like somewhere or like even honestly like like Buffalo maybe because it's still like a little bit but like I just still, I don't think I would get much satisfaction if I, like, found, like, a job and, like, I was living 10 minutes from home or still at home for a while. Like, I want to, like, find a job and just be like, okay, I'm going and, like, just try it. Yeah. I mean, and once again, like, this is your first real job. It doesn't have to be your forever job. That's what I was thinking about, too. I was like, nothing set in stone. Like, you're 22 years old. You might as well take, like, a, a leap and give it a chance yeah, while because I can. You, ne- you never know what happens you, there's a million opportunities floating around in the world like you can fall into something that you love exactly. or you can fall into something that you don't like that much but it could lead you to a new opportunity and i don't think you can really get that around that's here why, as much. that's why i wish that like all of this wasn't going on specifically for the fact that like because you would probably be in pittsburgh by now not not quite by now but in a couple weeks here okay hopefully i'll still be in Getting but, like, that's why I wish shit was, like, going down, because I would love if, like, by this, like, even, like, a month from now, like, because I just plan on still, like, working at GNC until I finish my certifications I want, like, that yeah. I want to, like, get, like, that I want to go through and, um, like, get registered and certified for, so, like, I would love by, like, this time next month if you were, like, in Pittsburgh, and I just want to, like, come out for a weekend and just, like, fucking travel around Pittsburgh in the outskirts and just find any gyms that I can or, like, anything along the lines and be, yeah. like, well, go and for you, myself. There's, like, 200 different suburbs of Pittsburgh. Let's go, so, baby. Literally, you could... There's so many different fucking areas surrounding that goddamn city. 
just and it's also very all, difficult to find like apartments just due to that fact because like you have to like pinpoint the exact spot right. <laughs> that you need and it's na- they're all named different things oh, my God. so but yeah 100% once I'm out there you're more than welcome to come out and I will give you yeah, uh, I, I know enough about the city because I I have done extensive amounts of research on that damn city by oh, now <laughs> so I I can I can give you a nice tour of it. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm excited. There's a lot of nice places and there's a lot of not so nice yeah, places. No. You yeah, just got you gotta look for in. you gotta look for the the I'm not gonna say it. But <laughs> I'll say it all the, when blue, we're talking the blue park slide, the, the blue slide park. Yeah. That's what you gotta you find. Got for the freaking Squirrel Hill where all the group of people live that have money. Oh god. Yeah, but uh, I support it. I definitely think getting out of Western New York when you first get out of college is probably a good, a good step in general. Yeah, no, I definitely. Oh Especially moving to a state where the taxes are stupid low. Yeah. And so I just like, just for like my own curiosity, I googled like gyms in Pittsburgh and literally like within oh geez where's the legend I would honestly say within like a 15 20 mile radius I count 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 12 I count literally 19 within like a 20 mile radius yeah 20 miles is pretty you can get anywhere I think if in I'm reading the legend in 20 right? minutes pretty much yeah that's nuts bro so. Yeah. It's just one of those things. I'm just like, I obviously have never applied for a fucking like real job before with like a resume. Mm. So I'm like trying hey, to man, go through. You just got to do it. the The first job I ever applied for, well, I mean, obviously I applied for a bunch of other jobs besides the one that I got. But the first one I ever actually interviewed, I got the job. That's so, amazing. Oh yeah. So it, all it takes is just putting yourself out there, and at minimum, if you find one that you like, you just you should just honestly just message or like try to contact the owner straight mm-hmm. up and like just 100%. put yourself out there and yeah just be like this is my this is who i am this is what i want to do for you and what i think i could bring and feel that I, i'm going to put in like a, a formal application and i just no i mean, yeah it's yeah i, I want to get well, i know i'm just, oh yeah i'm gonna spend so much time i was actually wrong i was actually like way off so i just did like the conversion and it's actually within like if I did this right now, like, each one of these little fucking things is two kilometers, and I counted fucking eight of them, so that's 16 kilometers. So there's about 19 gyms within a 9.9-mile radius, according to my calculations. <laughs> so a little bit more than I said. <laughs> a yeah, bit I mean, there, just so walking more. downtown, because I walked downtown one day when I was I was looking for, like, the building that the offices are in. Yeah. I saw a solid, like, three or four four gyms on one street there's a lot of people they gotta be working out but there's all those are also the gyms you probably don't want to work in because those are like the downtown gyms that are all freaking hipster millennial people that are like soul cycle and like shit like that (laughs) (laughs) i would definitely avoid trying to get a job in that general area yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna tap off on that one because they're gonna be like Brad, can we eat avocado for all three meals of the day? He's like, no, never. I don't, I don't want you to. Protein. Nope. Here's what you no hate on avocados, but 
Right? I love avocados. Fucking hipsters love avocados. They're good. That's a good fat source. Boys, I just want to let you know we're running 51. I know, we are. Four four seconds. On the ching bop. All right. Why don't we take a little break, and then we'll come back. I got to go grab another beer. There you go. Hell yeah, Ricky. Another day, another beer. All right, Hell we will yeah. be right, right back. We'll be right, right back. Peace, buddy. Lovely listeners. See you. Alrighty, <laughs> folks, we are back on the podcast. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? Welcome back. Uh, I don't know if we had anything going on during the break, but I hope you enjoyed the break. We enjoyed the break. Um, we we always get into like even deeper talks and very, very very good talks right when we cut it because we just continue the conversation not really meaning to it just happens naturally but mm-hmm. um take a moral from that little bit uh what do you guys think trust in yourself uh have faith in yourself and, trust in uh, what you've learned man if yeah you, and what you're passionate about if you if if you're passionate about something. And you got to drive just like Dylan said when we was talking about it. Like, that is that is the biggest thing. Like, that is 100%. Who's, like, if you care about something, care about it. You'll, you'll who said fine. it? Who said it? Was it Rob Deerdeck? Uh, live your brand? Yeah, I think live, so. Live your, your brand, brand, baby. Live it. Shout out Rob Deerdeck. Uh, shout out Big Black. Shout out Big, Big Black. Black RIP. I What's would just pieces? like to say that Rob Deerdeck is... At least in my perspective, I don't know what he really does. He has a wife and kids now, so he probably he still has ridiculousness or whatever. But he honestly was like one of the first like that's the American dream. I don't yeah. really know how to explain. It. He was just like an entrepreneur, like a digital entrepreneur, way before yeah. a lot of people. Like for sure, he used his platform to take him to levels like that were crazy, like Fantasy Factory, like. The the concept of it, of just like this building where like he had multiple businesses start up from that complex. Like Young and Reckless started in that building. Like mm-hmm. he ran DC Shoes in that building. He ran like all these other like little business ventures and all this stuff from one single complex. And and that nowadays you see that all the time. Like that like these startup companies and everything like that. But Rob Deerdick really like I think is one of like the Mm-hmm. He's just uh, kind of a. I don't know. I really like Rob Dudek. I go. like Rob Dudek a lot. <laughs> That's where I'm trying to go. No, I feel that 100. <laughs> percent He just like he's one of those people that like you know he had like growing up and then like even now like when he had like a vid like watching like uh, Fantasy Factory or like Robin Big right like not only be like I mean having the money and the resources to do a lot of those things helps as well but like. He always seemed like one of those people, like, when he wanted to do something or had an idea, like, he chased it until it either succeeded or died. And then he was, all right, we're moving on. Like, he went for stuff yeah, and, like, absolutely. didn't stop until, like, he either got it or it just didn't work out and then accepted the failure and, like, all right, what's next? Mm-hmm. And I also think, like, I listened to um, Drama talk about it. Uh, he's behind Young and Reckless. He said that, like, Rob never, like, gave him that, like, in that $10 million, like, here, take $10 million and start your brand. He he just instilled in drama, like, the, the confidence to do that. Right. Like, he, obviously, he gave him, the like, the workspace and everything, but, like, he never, like, I'm going to run Young and Reckless for you. No, he was like, I know you can do this. 
just do it. Yeah, that's big. And that's if you tough. get a co a co signed for someone that like obviously they're cousins, but like some from someone like that who like has been successful, like it kind of gives you that like just like that another push forward. Be like, I really can do this. And I think everybody can find that. Like, yeah, for sure. You really we do live in like a time. I know things might, like, get dire and, like, scary sometimes, but, like, if you really just put your mind towards something, you will find that either niche or you'll find, like, a spot where you can really apply your dreams to things. Mm -hmm. And I really don't, I don't, I don't see why you shouldn't, at minimum, try, because you shouldn't just, like, give up at any point. You shouldn't just be like, oh, I'm just going to work a 9 to 5 for the rest of my life. Right. Because my dream didn't work out the first time it might not work out the first time or the second time or even the third time but just but the 89th the 89,000th when you fucking hit it it's gonna feel so much better than working that nine to five for fucking know, five right? fucking years and every like failure just gives you another fucking like another reason to try harder the next time like failure is not a bad thing like people might make it out to seem like if you fail you probably should just fucking give up and take the safe route out and make sure but, like, there's safety nuts in this country, and they're, they're like, you can figure it out. Like, the crazy thing is, too, is, like, kind of, like, I want to go back to that. Actually, I'm going to go to that first, and then I'm going to go back to Rob Deerdeck. Like, that's something that's, like, it's funny, too, because you kind of just, like, rejog my memory about it. I was thinking about it today when I was driving home from um, GNC because, and, like, it's, it's, and I'm not pointing, like, I'm not pointing any shame or I'm, like, calling out anybody specific or like trying to like make anybody feel bad but like how you kind of said like the whole like if the dream doesn't work out like don't stop chasing it like continue to chase it when i was driving home from gnc um i saw somebody walk out of like the tim hortons and then like they went and they like they sat down on the sidewalk right outside to like like you know how you always see like the somebody on their break from the restaurant like step outside grab their phone start to call somebody and like grab their cigarette Smoke a like, cig. yeah. exactly. like you see that all the time right yeah and like i don't know anything about like that person i don't know who they are but it just makes you think like okay so like they look like they're older than me so like probably closer to like their 30s so they've probably been doing this a while like i always, you know what i mean it's just one of those things like and that's where like yeah. it's like that's where like then it can stem into like my drive for like personal training like wanting to like mm. help people better themselves is like i want to know like people's stories like i don't give a shit if you work at mcdonald's your whole life but i want to know like why do you like do you, like you know what i mean like do you enjoy mm. it like you get satisfaction out of it and if you do like that's amazing if you like it doesn't matter i don't care what you do in life like yeah. if you get satisfaction about it and you're happy like good for you and like you found the secret to life but i've always wanted to know like and i've always wanted to ask certain people like how did you end up here and why did you choose to stay here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you not want yeah. more? And like, what's, you know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. like, obviously other things can come from that. Like what's stopping you from achieving that? Or like, what's like, yeah. what stopped you from like wanting to do more? Like, are you happy or are you content? Cause mm -hmm. I don't think, I yeah. think there's, You're, there's a fine there, line. There is a definite, a fine line between happiness and being content. Yeah. The best, and, uh, mm -hmm. one of the best quotes I heard um, from, from a bodybuilder. <laughs> so kind of sounds stupid to say it, but one of the best quotes I was watching this guy, I can't remember who it was, but he said, like, he said, if you want, he said, if you want a quote to live by for like your fitness career, your bodybuilding career, or just like anything in life, like as a whole, the best statement to live by, live by is, is content, but never satisfied. 
And I think that like that yeah. hits it on the head. Like you can be content yeah. with where you're at, but you you should never be satisfied because you you should always want more. Yeah, mm. complacency kills you, man. Yeah, you get complacent with where you're at. Like it's just you're just not growing. You're not exactly. fucking evolving. And that's what that's what scares me about like kind of like taking the easy route and trying to find a job like as close to home as I can because I'll I'm afraid that I'll I'll get complacent and I'll be like oh this is good works for me but and that's then, not and then i know oh well, it is but it isn't you know what i mean like i don't want to like, well, take like you're, the easy you're route. growing you're going you're growing from like college so like i'm seeing that as a giant step you're growing so like if you went from that gym to like help working out with your mom and dad again that would be back track you yeah know what I mean? exactly no i like, know i'm just saying like i'm just saying like i'm afraid that if i'm afraid that if the, the closer i stay to home like the less I'm gonna be able to spread my wings in the future. I don't want to clip my wings before I, yeah. you know, learn how to fly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it just honestly, I think it just comes down to like, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Live your brand, baby. I've been, I've been trying to. That man be motivational and stuff, but yeah, back to Rob Deerdeck. He's a great guy. That man's, uh, he's got a net worth of, uh, 50 million. His wife is a dime. Absolute dime. Um, and, like, also, like, the fact, like, just, like, the shit he had gone on, like, my dude had, like, four TV shows on TV at one time. Name some, name anybody else in the world that had that. He had Ridiculousness since 2011. Fantasy Factory was 09 to 15. Robin Big ran from 06 to 08. And then he had that Wild Grinder show from... 2012 to 2015 and then amazingness from 27 to 18 so i mean like pick a year that falls <laughs> in between. Pick, a, pick a year that falls in between that know. like that's nuts like all right so like this for example so he had because robin big was only two years but he had ridiculousness fantasy factory and wild grinders on air at the same time for a minimum of three years it looks like like that's, that's crazy. Wild. You got three shows going at once on TV. Like, you said, yeah. that's nuts. And on top of being on, being like creatively in control of those three shows, mm-hmm. you also are running multiple businesses at the mm-hmm. same time. And are yeah. a massive sponsor for businesses as well. Exactly. Yeah. He also owns Street League, which is literally the like <laughs> equ- equivalent of the NFL for skateboarding. Be a equivalent. No, that's nuts, dude. So what? Um, he, what company does? What's the company he like started with? What company does he? Is it DC? Is that like yeah. his like beginning? He he is a majority stockholder in okay. DC. Like he, or maybe not stockholder, but a majority owner of DC. Like okay. he owns like a good portion of it. Yeah, he's a founder of Street League Skateboarding, skateboard competition enterprise. Mr. Deodeck. But he started off with a DC sponsorship, and then he ended up becoming a majority owner of it. Now, DC is not a... a, It's a very dead company now. Yeah. But during the time, DC shoes and DC skateboarding were a huge thing. And I honestly wonder if it's because his face fell from the brand when he's... Yeah. Like, Fantasy Factory and stuff. like. Because I know for a fact the reason I bought, like... DC stuff was because he was wearing it, and it, yeah, because Rob Deer, Rob Deerdeck was wearing it. You were seeing the reason TV. I bought Young and Reckless stuff was because I saw it on Fantasy Factory, and they would make mm-hmm. like 
specific shirts that had to go with the episodes and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I remember that. And like, that's really cool. I really love that shit. So I bought it. That's influence content in like 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So like right there is just back before like anything close to like what you see now on like Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Like Mm -hmm. that's nuts. No, bro. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. I, I said it. I said it earlier, bro. Rob Dudek is, if you had to say, like, the definition of, like, started from the bottom, American dream, like, build your own empire, he, he, would, he, would, he, would be, he would be up there, I would say. At least yeah. on my list. Like, the at least man, for, for sure. like, our generation. For our like, generation, at least. Like, he, he did his thing. Yeah, 100%. Obviously, he's fucking, not, like, a fucking billionaire. But for a like, millennial. You know, he did his thing. He came I think from he's small he's town Ohio. Or he might and be a boomer. Is he a boomer? No, he's not a boomer. He's like forty. He ain't a boomer yet. He ain't no no Jerry. He's forty five. He's forty five. So what is that? What's he fall under? That's I don't fucking know. That's like Gen X or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's like my mom's Damn. generation. Yeah. He's old. <laughs> he's like getting old, old. I mean, Robin Big was on. In what year did you say? Like 2008? 2006 to 2008. <laughs> yeah, those were right. the best years. Like, we were, were fucking days, like baby. 11 years old. <laughs> it was so funny. Those were the days. Yeah, he's a Gen X. Yeah. Do you guys so. remember when they set all those world records in like one day? Yeah. And yes. Rot and Big did two records, and it was the <laughs> it was eating the donuts with the bananas. <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was an episode like, or if it was just like a clip. But I remember, okay. like, oh no, I think it was. Uh, do you remember? The, I don't. I don't. Can't remember the episode. But I just remember at one point, Rob was like on his skateboard or on a bike, and he went up like a small ramp, and he like lost it in the air, and Big Black just catches him. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yes, because he was his bodyguard, like to begin yeah. with, right? Like when he would go skating yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, imagine trying to fuck with Rob Dudek when that guy's standing next to him. Jesus, H. Yeah, and, like, Big Black had, like, a couple really big friends at one point as well. And, uh, I loved when they would do, like, the rap shit. Like, they would do Bobby Light. Do you remember the, uh, do you remember the, do you remember, like, the men's, um, like, Viagra, whatever, like sponsorship. Oh, that they yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be big and black. That one you killed me. That one killed me, bro, with the car. The car that's like shaped like a black dick. Oh my god. Big black also came up with like these. He's talking about how women have like big butts or whatever. So he gets like the. They got like the butt cover things for men. And they made like drama and put this like butt pad on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, he's the a... sort of bully trauma, honestly, not going to lie. Yeah, they but def- now he's a millionaire, so yeah. all of the trauma. That I'm, just I'm... goes to show you the sensey bullshit does not make you a millionaire. The hard work <laughs> putting your nose in shit does. Well, yeah, 100%. When drama first started living with uh, Robin Big, like on, on, like on Robin Big, yeah. they would make him like clean up like the dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so God. It was all worth it. Who was the other? Drama and Big Cat. Big Cat, yeah. Big yeah. Cat, bro. What is, who's, what is Big Cat? Or, like, 
I don't know what he's Because Drama's young anymore. and reckless, right? Yeah, Big Cat had something at one point, but I don't remember what it was. I don't know what he's up to nowadays. I like Big Cat. <laughs> I like when they put, like, the, the cat thing on his car. Yep. Caffer. Did they make him... Which one did they make dress up and then make him jump out of, like, a fucking, like building to like his feet oh yeah wait no it, that was that was drama because that's when he was like yeah young and reckless he tried to yeah he tried to make him like be he's like you're he's like you're young he's like but are you reckless he's like, he's like you gotta be reckless he's like how are you gonna be young and reckless you're not even reckless i googled bro i just googled uh big black boy in the quotes and sayings and there's fat man's funk do work son 22s, son, 22s. And then this one, I remember I remember him saying this one, and it was always funny. He goes, these chairs right here, not massive ass certified. <laughs> I remember him saying that one. Oh, oh my God. Rest in peace. You can't be legend. big and black forever, unfortunately. I, I saw something one time, and I'm obviously it's probably like not like he would ever stop, but I know like like Rob, like Big Black's son and everything and like or a daughter. He's a daughter, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And like that's probably like fucking Rob probably took that kid under his wing hard. He's probably a godfather, honestly. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Probably more than that. Probably like a second dad. Yeah. Big well, that's good. Well, on uh, another note, yeah, what do y'all want to talk about next? What else do we have on the uh, I agenda? I get into your update on that screenplay, Dylan, because um, yeah, I, I know we talked about. I know we talked about um, some big things. So uh, yeah, let the people know what happened. Me and Trent and Austin talked about shit for like a good amount of time while Hours. smoking tobacco. Hours <laughs> while smoking tobacco. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but fucking. Good things, good things have been happening, fucking, I copyrighted in quotation marks, it's not technically a copyright, but it's, like, as good as you're gonna get without actually copywriting it, because I don't, I was, I was did as much research as seemingly possible to see if, like, it was worth copywriting it right now, but I put it into the Writers Guild of America, which is, like, where, like, I don't know, they're, like, a kind of a, a union for screenwriters and stuff like that, but they have a vault, and you can pay, like, mon- like I think it was, like, $20, and they put your screenplay in a vault for five years, so if anybody infringes on, or, like, steals your idea, you can be like, hey, motherfucker, pull it out of the vault, and... Let's <laughs> go. And be like, look, right here, I put it in, whatever day it was, two, two or three days ago, uh, it's in the vault on that date. You started this idea on this date. You stole that shit. And for sure. But other than that, I entered it into a competition as well. Uh, I entered it in like the it's the writers duet, which is like the industry standard for screenwriting software. They have a competition, and let's um, go. There's like a bunch of different categories. I entered it into it's like period and historical, the period and historical uh, category. Which, in reality, it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. But that was the closest fitting thing. Also, I feel like that category is might have minimal amounts of people entering into it. Because not a lot of people write, like, period pieces and stuff like that. Which gives me a leg up to begin with, hopefully. I don't know how many people enter in that category. I don't know if I could ever get those numbers, but... 
<laughs> Other than that, it's a $10,000 grand prize for each category winner. You get flown out to LA. Um, you, Let's go. You get, like, um, you get, like, sessions with, like, industry-leading screenwriters and stuff like that. Um, get, winning a competition, one, you get to put that your screenplay is a award-winning screenplay next to it. And, uh, you also, that's where a lot of people get, like, representation, and I was doing some research, and a lot of people who, like, get, like, quarterfinalists and stuff like that still get, like, deals and stuff out of it, because, like, someone, writers do a, or not writers, uh, final draft is, like, very heavily tied with the actual industry, so a lot of, like, agents and stuff like that will, like, look through the submissions as well. That's and, cool as hell and see if they can find anything that's worth, like, pitching to somebody. So that's good. So hopefully that goes well. I don't really know what the time frame for that kind of stuff is. I know, like, the the final submission date for it is, like, in, like, July. So I'm assuming after that. They have, like, a shit ton of judges. So I'm assuming they have to... There's specific judges for specific categories and stuff like that, and they have to read all the screenplays. Dude, that's so. really hype, bro. I'm so excited. I know. I am fucking excited, too. And on the other note, I Barnes & Noble has, like, a, a printing press that you can get hardcover books printed out from. And I submitted all the stuff needed for that. And, and hopefully, I don't know what the turnover time for that kind of stuff is. But I'm going to get uh, 10, like, special edition copies that I, like, designed and everything. Um, Yo, printed and everything, and you and Trent are both getting one because we talk about it all the time. Yeah, dude, I can't wait, dude. Honestly, just like we talk, we honestly talk about it so much. I've been like honestly yeah, wanting thing. to read it, and like this is huge, dude. If you, oh, bro, I'm so excited. It's a big thing. This is crazy. My yeah. boy wrote a screenplay. Oh, this is huge. It is though. There's and no if it ever pops out. off, that book might be worth something one day, but I hope you won't sell it, because I'll be sad. <laughs> no. I'm keeping it forever, Dilly. Never. Until you I never. go broke, and I'm selling that bitch. You have to sell it for crack one day, I'll understand. Yeah. That's the only That's the only exception. <laughs> it has to be sold for crack, and it has to be smoked out of it. It has to be fucking taken out of a spoon. <laughs> right there on the sidewalk. I want you to heat that spoon up. I should you even take crack on the spoon. Like I, I think needles? you smoke. I don't fucking. We should probably give a tutorial on how to smoke crack. But oh, I'm pretty sure you smoke it out like, it. Crack on a spoon. I think either a spoon or no. It's like those little fucking crack pipe things. Like the, the there's like a bulb at the end. No, like it's it, literally in a spoon. You just heat up a spoon and inject it. Oh, that's in, injecting. You yeah, the, you, you can also smoke it, though. Yeah, they have, like, cra- there's, like, crack, crack pipes. And you, like, fucking, you put it at the end of, like, this fucking glass that's bulb yeah, thing. And then you fucking crack. light that shit, like, heat we'll it up. And it... Crack stick. All right, enough crack. about crack. But, <laughs> yeah, all all things aside, screenplay is looking awesome. up, hopefully. I'm happy um, to hear that. That's really dope. Yeah, so that's good. That's right. We want to talk about your little thing that you were mentioning yeah so guys the coronavirus you know it's been happening and there's there's so many pharma players looking for a vaccine um 
If you've been paying attention in the news, Moderna and Novavax have been huge pharma players in um, vaccine trials and have had promising things. And then um, Merrick, M-E-R-C-K, just announced um, COVID-19 vaccine and therapy plans, which is a huge pharma player. So one they like they've been like very like quiet on it and then this has made moderna's stock slip hard and then same with novavax's and then four well when we started the podcast four hours ago merrick's um ceo said this verbatim he said um uh a COVID-19 vaccine could take longer than 18 months. So, like, this is someone, like, this is just per- perspective of a company who is, like, obviously a huge pharma company producing, like, a solid plan of therapy and trying to, like, come back. And uh, 18 months from, like, their timetable. So, like... W- I don't know. It's just like we are gonna be in the shitter for a minute, to say the least. Especially if that second wave comes around, like Yeah. I just I I keep saying it, I do not know if people are gonna be willing to do this again. Like, once you give people the opportunity, they are gonna they're not gonna wanna go back to fucking living in their houses and stuff and I just don't know I feel like yeah, I the like mentality sure. might, as a whole, shift towards, like, fuck this, we're just gonna keep fucking riding it out. That's what's gonna be, and I don't know, people are definitely gonna lose their lives, for sure. Sad. So, we've lost over 100,000 lives in this country, yeah, so far, and you can't, like, 100,000 lives is 100,000 lives, like... It's 100,000 no ma- families, like... No no matter, like, yeah, 100,000 families, like, no matter, like, fucking if the flu kills more people than that, or whatever you want to fucking spit around on your Facebook profile, fucking, it's still 100,000 people. Like, mm-hmm. 9-11 did not kill 100,000 people, and 9-11 was one of the worst events in our country's history. 100,000 people is 100,000 people, and, like... You just, I, I hope people understand that. And I don't think they do. Yeah. I saw a, um, like... I'm going to try to find it really quick. Oh my God. My anchor app, like at the top, well, didn't say it. I'm going to give out a public service announcement. Go ahead. I'm going to find this. Wear a fucking mask. <laughs> I agree. Dude, but. I see so many, like, dude, Snapchats upon Snapchats of just parties. I, f- I forgot what I saw yesterday, but it was, like, so many fucking people, like, no masks. And remember when we were watching the, well, obviously it's customary in China, like, obviously it's just culture, but, like, the motherfuckers in Hong Kong, every single person, no one's not yeah. wearing a mask. It's like, yeah, yeah, right here, I found it. And they are um, not social distance at all. What are you saying, Brad? Let's hear it. I found it, the, the coronavirus thus far. This lady this lady tweeted it. She said, 100,000 dead, and then has colon, and she says, that's equivalent to 22 Iraq wars, 33 9-11s, 41 Afghanistan wars, 42 Pearl Harbors, and 25,000 Benghazis. I believe that's all. Right. I believe that. I don't think that can't be... 
Is that all together? That's they can't, not collectively. That's, that's not collectively. Like, that's just saying that, no, like... Yeah. No, no, no. That's yeah, no. Like, that's not collectively. That's, like, saying that, like, it's... So far, it's equal to pick one of those. Like, that's... No thanks. Yeah. No yeah. thanks. No thanks. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. The Iraq war thing is probably the biggest one of those due to the fact that we've been at war in quotation marks for like literally fucking 20 years at this yeah. I was reading this thing one time that literally says that the United States has never not been in war when you account just the fact of like fighting between Indian tribes um, and like always the yeah. tension and like manifest destiny just moving forward mm. and like conquering just led to tension and then when there was like the civil war war of 1812 and um uh world wars and everything uh yeah there's only been a very minimal years we haven't yeah. been fighting yeah i mean even if like there's different different definitions for what war is but like we've always been either at war with others or at war with ourselves like <laughs> like we yeah, like the fucking so the labor movements and everything in the late 19th century you could classify those of, of, of war like like the the homestead strikes and like the strikes that happened in West Virginia like there were people fighting for what they believed in and what they like their own well-being against somebody else and i think that is the the actual true definition of what a war is is like yeah, two different that ideal spectrums butting heads causing armed conflict that was so. a great description of war without calling it war <laughs> <laughs> but there's also cold That's wars and stuff we've also been in cold way. wars where some people argue that we're in a cold war right now mm-hmm. so I don't fucking know dude people just need to stop being mean to each other <laughs> yeah by mean, I mean stop killing each other. But that will never happen. Right. Unless we all become robots and we're all on one connected network and we all think the one same thought. <laughs> <laughs> that our AI oh overlord God. is number one. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Trump bot. I hope in a hundred years tr- Donald Trump gets turned into an AI. And he runs for president. <laughs> and it all restarts. <laughs> that might be the scariest thing I've ever heard. I, w- I want to write a screenplay about a virus that happens when everybody's, like, connected through, like, a Neuralink kind of situation, but instead of, like, a, a physical virus, it's, like, a, a AI virus kind of thing that implants, like, false, like, ideology thoughts in people's heads. Dude, that no. is a... Don't say that on the podcast, motherfucker. We gotta write that bitch. No, I'm kidding. Viewers, you just got some special knowledge because that is the idea and a half. That is some <laughs> oh, fucking no. thinking right there. Oh my god! It'll, it might happen one day. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I, I think it's a good metaphor for what's happening it. nowadays. No. So, people get uh, fake news implanted in their minds, and that's what they think is reality. Oh no! It's no different. It's get off Facebook. That's, I know. that's my final. <laughs> <Nope>. Get off. <laughs> oh my god, so, that's insane, dude. Are we headed towards the uh, special segment of the week? 
the uh, wait a wait a yeah. minute. Are, are we, are we feeling, is, it, is it that time? <gasps> I think uh, I, I have, know. I, wait, just don't have one more thing. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to memes, I have are content doing... recommendations. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, I have. Uh, I guess I kind of have music of the week. I also have something that you should watch. Uh, fucking KSI, our British brother on YouTube, dropped an album this week. Emma Watson, Jim FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know that, you're in an OG. <laughs> That's the damn truth. He, uh, he dropped an album. He's got a lot of big names on there, like oh. Little Pump oh. and <laughs> Smoke Perp. Smoke Perp. And, uh... Um, Trippy Red's on there, and there, there's there's some good songs on there. Not gonna lie, not a bad album from someone who is not actually. A, I guess I mean if you rap, I guess you're a rapper, but he's a YouTuber too. Right. So, yeah. Good to see that like he's doing well. I know the Sidemen have been popping off on the UK scene, so he's doing well. Shout out to KSI if you ever hear this. Uh, I'll, I'll happily take Bro, whatever you want to give I me. shit my pants. <laughs> we need you as a special guest, please. Uh, I'd fucking shit my pants if he fucking heard this. <laughs> he never will. Yeah. But if he did... Probably not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> the chances of appearing good is probably minimal to none. I would love it. Point zero eight. But we'll take it. Um, and then for content recommendation, I talked to Trent about it, but on Hulu, there is a show written by the person who wrote, um, Rick and Morty called Solar Opposites. It's a pretty good show. A lot of the same kind of humor that you get, would get in Rick and Morty, like kind of higher level thinking humor, I guess, even though it's really not meant to be that. It's just meant to be funny, but yeah. like kind of just like witty writing and stuff like that and witty it follows like an alien family that like flood like their planet and it's a really good i i liked it <clears throat> definitely me. i think rick and morty is obviously better but like it's a it's a good show and he good writing and i support it and uh yeah i'm trying to think if i watched anything else i started watching that michael jordan doc but i haven't finished it so i oh can't really speak on that i want to look i finished that. okay I finished the Michael Jordan doc because obviously I'm a huge basketball guy. Don't know why I haven't talked about it yet. I will not spoil anything. I mean, it happened in real life. I don't know if you can spoil something. <laughs> that happened in real dude, life. no. I don't want to spoil you. No, dude, you find out so much shit. Like, I knew a yeah. lot about Michael Jordan and how he was an asshole and shit, but, like, he's done some. He's a douchebag. But it, yeah. you yeah. have to be when you're the leader of one of the greatest teams ever. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And you but. still gonna tell me my boy Brown Brown ain't better? Yeah, don't Dude, at me. Dude, statistics, don't at statistics me, wise, it's not even close. But I can definitely see why people are stuck in the mindset of Jordan. You can see why, especially from yeah. the documentary. But those so fucking just, boomers. He was, but he was dominant, dude. Like he was. Yeah. I mean, different Jordan's level. name is also like the name Michael, or just Jordan. The name Jordan yeah. will outlive Michael Jordan for the rest of his like. For who knows how long. See, that's very Jordan true too, brand but... shoes and Jordan brand in general is a staple of like American culture because of what he did in like the eighties and nineties. Now yeah. hear me out though. Hear me out though. Tell me what you think about this. That's very true. Why well, yawn? 
I agree with that statement, but also at the same time, and I think you can attribute it to, like, just, like, the time. So, like, we're just in a heavier media than we were back then. But, like, I don't think personally, maybe Tiger Woods, maybe Tom Brady, but I don't think by name. There's people who don't know anything about sports, have never watched sports in their life, but they know the name LeBron James. And I think, like, I think name-wise, I think LeBron James is probably one of the most recognizable and just, like, the. I think he's the most well-known athlete in the world just by name. Like, See, I, I would like to rebut that, that I think Michael Jordan's pro- name is, is more, like, more is, people You know, you could Michael be right. Uh, I, I just, would say Pele, but... Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah that's maybe... I don't know soccer. But both of them, no. Like, I mean, you can, you can even just say both yeah, of them. There's worldwide. definitely athletes like that, like people that don't even watch sports. They know who they are. Yeah. Like, I don't watch sports, but I know who LeBron James is. He's a basketball player. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I guarantee that people don't know who Michael Jordan is, but they wear Jordan shoes. Exactly. Oh my god, without a doubt. Yeah. So like, fucking. I don't. I just think like Michael Jordan created a. By creating Jordan Brand, I think he created something that will outlive him. I do. For I don't sure. think LeBron James's shoes will do anything. To be honest, after he is gone, there's no there's no hype around LeBron James shoes. There's nothing like that. That like in comparison to Michael Jordan's shoes. Yeah, but you know what's gonna fucking stick around, bro? LeBron James's. I promise, school that's gonna be around forever. True though. Yeah. He also has so many investments and everything. Yeah, I, su- I support too. all that 100%, and I think that's what he, sh- he should do. I think LeBron James and Michael Jordan are equally will go down as legends in American culture during this time period. Like, they will be written about. Oh, for sure. Like but I just, I personally think that Michael Jordan might be a slight step ahead just due to the fact of, like, the brand that mm-hmm. he's created underneath. But also, like, you got to remember, Nike too, arch. I mean, like, he's kind of more on, like, you know the back nine LeBron mm-hmm. LeBron you know LeBron's about whole four whole five and like not I don't mean like in his basketball career I mean like in just like his yeah. life in his life as yeah, far as like absolutely. what he's like cause how much how much of that shit did LeBron did I'm sorry did like Michael Jordan like you know how much stuff did he do and how much more did he like become like more well known after his basketball career like yeah, I'm, I'm super excited I mean I'm I'm going to be sad the day that LeBron James no longer plays basketball, but I'm super excited to see what he does with his life and, like, for other people and, like, for the world after he's done. Like, President of the United States. I would vote. I would vote the shit out of it for LeBron James. You have no idea. I don't think I would. I don't know if he has enough political knowledge. He did not go to college. I am not voting for LeBron. I know. (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) Straight out of high school. Shout out Akron, Ohio. Maybe Shaq. Shaq has a de- Shaq has a doctor now. Yeah. I'm, I would yeah, vote Shaq. <laughs> Shaq for president might be a move. Really <laughs> people. He's done everything under the board. He could probably blow it off. Wait, he's a doctor in what? Like an actual, like a medical doctor? <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I swear. He has he a went. PhD. So oh my god. A Fuck. Since when? Uh, he went know. back and got his degree. Yeah. yeah. I watched see, a lot of documentaries on basketball. See. <laughs> And people think all basketball players are stupid. Shaq's a fucking doctor now. <laughs> Shaq is really smart. Shaq won't, um, he doesn't, he won't, uh, give his kids, like, he mm. won't buy them, like, anything, like, ex- insanely crazy unless they're, like, going to college. Yeah, I think facts. it's, like, unless they get two or three degrees, or I think it's two degrees, like, obviously, like, you're 
bachelors and masters. They can't touch any of his money. Wow. Shit's crazy. That's how you instill fucking hard work and ethic That's in your children. That's mm-hmm. And, like, dude, Sharif, uh, like, the kids are honestly dope. If you know his kids, mad yeah. cool. Um, well, the one kid had a heart problem that he couldn't play his first year at UCLA, but, um, Sharif. But he is a fucking monster on the court, dude. I can't wait to see Bronny Jr. I can't wait to see LeBron James' kids grow up. <laughs> They're cute. I can't wait to I see like what basketball clean. players are like when we're like four oh years God. old because they're, they're gonna, gonna be, be fucking monster freaks, humans. freaks of nature. I, it's just it's weird because we're getting into like a time period where like I, it's it might be questionable to say, but like fucking where people started breeding for creating basketball players. Dude, there was that a man. Happens. That happens there, now. There was a man yeah, that wanted to pay an insane amount of money for LeBron James and Serena Williams to have a child. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that's like, a super baby. What I'm trying to say is like that people have been doing that previously, yeah. like leading up. Now we're starting to see the the creations that have came out of like selective Bro, breeding. Actually, I should, no, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being dead honest with you. If that was a, if that became a reality, and those two like superhuman athletes had a child, that baby would fly. That baby would have the ability to fly straight out of the womb. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, that would be the first Superman of, like, the actual real world. The child of LeBron James and Serena Williams, that child would fly and have super strength and do anything it wanted. Yeah, I also think we're going to start getting into a weird thing once we start getting to, like, this Neuralink kind of shit and, like, body enhancements of, like, are we going to allow people who have these crazy, like, robotic legs and stuff like that to play in, like, the... NBA and the NFL stuff like that, bro. We got but, so much stuff to talk about on like these next upcoming podcasts. We gotta write all this stuff down because I want to talk about like mm-hmm. how that plays a role into like transgender athletes and how it plays a role. Because I actually and I have the paper, I have the fucking study. I we should next podcast we should talk about write that idea, write this fucking topic down because uh, we we did a paper, it. we did a paper in my. Um, I think it was my exercise, my exercise physiology class. There was a guy who um, was in an accident, or he had like he didn't have both of his legs. Like he like had like those prosthetics like that they use for running. Mm-hmm. And like there was something about like I'll have to double check, but it was just like a story of like him with those prosthetic legs competing, and like how much more of an advantage he was because like in like. Even though he was at a disadvantage without legs, he was at so much of an advantage because his body didn't have to supply any lower extremities with, like, fuel and blood and, like, you know, oxygen. So, like, if you're in a marathon and you don't have to supply anything to your legs, like, all of that is being utilized by, like, your lung and then your heart. So yeah. Your lungs and your heart, like, you, you're saving so much. So, like, it was yeah. it was weird. We talked about it. We looked at, like, some shit. So, I'll pull that out for next time. Hopefully, I can find it still. That sounds like a great next topic. We're going to talk about our robot people. Do they deserve rights? Robotos. That's so funny because I was literally thinking about like those Sudak suits for Dwayne. Like, um, yeah. Was I showing you that, Dylan? All that crazy. Yeah, I think we were talking about it. I want Dwayne to be a superhero. I want Dwayne to be a robot man if he can fucking move fully again. I I would take Dwayne being a robot if he could fucking like. (laughs) Move his arm again. I, I told him I was gonna. 
I'm like, if I ever get rich, that's like my first thing I'm doing. Dwayne is autonomous. He is autonomous. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting him in the Panzer robot suit. Like Call of Duty Black Ops 2. We're putting him in a, putting in a, putting in a suit. Suit X Max, bro. Look up the Suit X Max. It is literally what you're talking about. It's a robot enhancement suit, and it makes people stronger. I want it. It's it's government funded. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can see Dwayne in that. He'd fuck some shit up. He would. He would like. He would full on charge people. He would be too strong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. I want one. Oh, we're all pitching Um. him. (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's a good subject. I can bring out some stuff that I I have on right, this perfect. general topic as well for next episode. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, oh, well right. next up ep- next episode might be our guest. Hopefully, oh very true, very true. Also true, which would be important because you know, oh, it could be something he could use. Product oh. he could use. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we can have a whole get episode pers- perspective on that kind of stuff, and then yeah. we can clean it all up on the next one after that. Yes, sir. All right, so Brad, I think I'm gonna that time, baby boy. Oh, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Oh my gosh! Look up in the sky. What is that? It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's da 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 da. meme of the week. Oh my gosh! Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite segment of the socially distant podcast. I am your host of B Dill's meme of the week. Week B Dill himself. Uh, we got a good, as Steve Harvey would say, we got a good one for you today. This one <laughs> made me laugh. Y'all ain't ready. Um, <laughs> I ain't even gonna be able to keep a straight face. I got tears in my eyes thinking about it because this shit just made me laugh just because I'm one of those people. Um, this, <laughs> alright, so this meme brought to you by the Nugget Instagram page, as always, not a sponsor. Um, ten weeks running, ten weeks running. <laughs> still not a sponsor, so I don't know if we're doing something wrong or they're doing something <laughs> wrong. But uh, it is a picture. <laughs> it's a picture of Joe Baskin. I'm Joe. Oh my God! I just called him Joe, Joe Baskin because I read the word. I called him Joe Baskin because I read the fucking quote on the fucking thing of Joe Exotic. Holy shit! I need to off myself tonight for that mistake. <laughs> I literally read like the quote on the on the picture and I said it. Okay, it's a picture of Joe Exotic <laughs> in his red shirt standing in one of the habitats, and above him it says "Murder Hornets?" question mark, and then below him it says "You mean Baskin bees?" <laughs> Shit just made me laugh, bro. Oh, I was dying. When I first saw that, I literally had tears in my eyes. I was dying. But you know, you know, you know. Thank you for tuning into your B-Dills meme of the week. Thank you, as always. We always appreciate it. Yes. You're welcome. Non-nugget I do it for the fam. It's what I know. I do it. do it for the fam, you know. <laughs> this might have been the first one without masturbation. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Close too. I mean, yeah. You might not be wrong. It's definitely there's been a, you know. (laughs) Which one did I do last week? Because the last week that we've been doing this for ten weeks, to be honest, it doesn't even feel it. You know what that means? That means for ten weeks of my life, I've literally done almost close to nothing. But this, like, but this podcast, because we started this like when we literally couldn't go back to classes. And like, yeah. you know, and now we're here. But you know, we're gonna continue to be here. You know, we appreciate everybody who comes in, stops by, gives it a listen. This is quite a long one, so if you made it all the way to this point legitimately, hats off to you, my good sir or my good Sires, Miss <laughs> Madam. What's Madame. the female version of Sir? 
ma'am. Ma'am. Is it? Yeah. Is it just ma'am? Boys, I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to cut the episode a little short, but I am going to piss myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being I gotta real. Go I had to pee so bad. I haven't gotten up for an hour and a half. We're almost close to two hours now. Alrighty, folks. Thank you if you've made it this far for tuning in. I hope you've tuned in for all ten weeks, but there's another ten great weeks ahead of us. Hell yeah. Hell Even yeah. more. And another. And another. So and stay another. And another. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Live your brand. And uh, put a fucking mask on. Put a uh, mask on, fuckers. Peace. Thanks for tuning later. in. Later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.